Welcome to Rethink, the podcast that empowers you to challenge your existing beliefs and embrace new, more productive ways of thinking. Here at Rethink, we believe that the key to self-fulfillment lies in shattering old thought patterns and adopting new mindsets that support personal growth and empowerment. With expert guests and thought leaders from a wide range of fields, we explore strategies and insights that can help you achieve success and fulfillment in all areas of your life. From relationships to career, business ownership, and health, you are the source of your own success. We're just here to help you tap into your true potential and create a brighter future. So join us on the journey of personal growth and empowerment, and let's rethink what's possible for our lives. You want to get ahead of your New Year's resolutions? Well, stick around. That's what we're talking about today on Things You Should Know. Here at Things You Should Know podcast, our focus varies from commonly asked questions like, what are the top email apps for iPhone users or How much does it cost to go to Disney World anyway? To the trending topics of the day, such as, are taxes going up or down? And who's Elon Musk? We shed light on things you probably have always wondered about, but you never got around to investigating them yourself. This podcast brings you the answers to your most commonly asked questions and makes you smarter just by listening. Information empowers, and the more information you have, the better decision you can make and ultimately your quality of life is based on the decisions you make. So thanks for joining the discussion and make sure that you subscribe today and not miss out on any future episodes of Things You Should Know. Hey guys, welcome into the podcast. You reach things you should know. My name is Kelly. I'm your host. And as always, as always, it is my pleasure, my sincere pleasure to welcome you in each and every week, each and every day, every other day. Of course, we upload new content. So welcome, welcome, welcome. If this is your first time, welcome aboard. Please go ahead and subscribe to the podcast before you forget who we are and where to find us. Uh, we are uh, glad that you joined us today. You join us on a very auspicious day. We're leapfrogging into 2022, and we're going to help you get established now. Yes, now, right here in November for your New Year's resolutions. Why wait? Why wait on establishing new goals and setting new mindsets? We're going to talk to you today about how to do that and how effective you can be starting now. You don't have to wait until the ball drops for you to make the upgrade in the quality of life that you want to have. Hey, guys that have been supporting the podcast since day one, of course, you're always welcome back. Thank you so much for continuing to support the podcast through your consistent listening and downloads and you sharing content uh, with your family, friends, loved ones and associates. I cannot uh, express to you 
how grateful we are that you continue to do that. The podcast has grown completely organically in this first year. January is our anniversary, and we're going to not only have a big celebration, but we're going to start a little different format for the show. The show's getting an upgrade, and you're going to really like it. I spoke about it uh, in a few podcasts uh, ago. We're going to uh, really concentrate on the areas of um, – Interest that you have shown uh, most, uh, well, most interesting. <laughs> so there are certain areas, certain content areas that you've downloaded more, that you've listened to more, and we're going to focus on those areas because the data is what the data is. And uh, it looks like you like those things. So we're going to stick to those areas and you're going to enjoy it. Um, every now and then I take a look at where we are in terms of our numbers uh, our our downloads, for the most part, in terms of apps, they're going out through Amazon Echo. So thank you, Amazon Echo. More than 36% of the listeners are listening to us through Amazon Echo. So our top five are Amazon Echo, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts. So... And then after that, there's an Android uh, app there. But, guys, thank you so much for uh, uh, listening and for downloading and for sharing and liking and commenting and joining our Facebook page and Facebook group. All of these things, I'm, I'm in the Thanksgiving spirit because tomorrow is Thanksgiving. And that's really not why. I'm always thankful because I love doing this podcast and I love that you love it as well. When you listen and when you download, it's an indication to me that we're doing something right here. So I really do appreciate it. Uh, real quickly, in the event that you don't know this and you haven't listened to these episodes, I'm going to tell you our top five episodes. And one, we have one new one in the group. And this, this, I'm going to tell you how much you guys love this one because this one was just done, uh, a week before my vacation. So two weeks ago. So our top five episodes, the top episode is what are the top 10 most commonly asked interview questions? That one remains, that one's been number one since we started. Uh, number two is what is the electoral college? Uh, number three is how to find and possibly hide my IP address. That one's a very important one. We're going to get back to scam and the top scams during the holiday season and things like that. So that if you are a senior or if you are someone who knows seniors, you know, your mom and dad, grandmom, granddad, we want to make sure they're aware of the scams that are going to hit folks uh, around this time of the year and that they are prepared to deal with it. So look out for that episode. Uh, the next one, number four, is what uh, do you want to sound more confident? Avoid these 11 words and phrases that make you look weak. Well, that one was just done two weeks ago, and that one's already ranking at number four. Some of these other ones have been, you know, they, they were done early on, you know, uh, early, much earlier in the year. But this one you guys really, really love, and it's already ranking number four. I expect it's going to be ranking number one very soon. And then lastly, once in one, you know, all these are close to my heart, but this one I really, really love. It's the best U.S. cities for tiny house living. As you know, I always talk about tiny houses. I love the idea of tiny houses. I am going to be a tiny house owner at some point. I love the lifestyle. I love what all of that represents and means. And evidently, you all do as well. Also interesting for me is to see the location of you guys. Where are you guys listening from? 
So the first time I saw this, I was like, oh, man, this is so great. Uh, the podcast platform that we use is Buzzsprout. So I'll give Buzzsprout a shout out. They're really awesome as it relates to schematics and statistics. And if you are type A, a logistician like myself, you love, you know, the more information you have, the better off you are. So I'm just going to give you real quickly the top five uh, countries that listen to us. And then I'm going to give you top five cities that listen to us. And maybe you're in those countries and actually in those cities. So it's no surprise the top country that listens to us more than 80% is the United States. Uh, in Australia, it comes in at number two, believe it or not. Australia comes in at number two. After that is Canada, uh, then the UK, and then New Zealand in those orders. But we do have listeners, uh, you know, in India. I mean, Australia was so awesome because, well, you know, technology takes you wherever. But the fact that we've got listeners all the way across the world, we even have folks downloading in Senegal, in the Ukraine, uh, Kenya, France, yeah, you name it. I mean, there's so many countries here. It's just really flattering. I mean, Czech Republic and Sri Lanka and Switzerland. Switzerland, Switzerland, I'm going to I'm going to get there soon. (laughs) So thank you guys so much. But those are our top five. And then before we get to our content, I want to give you top five cities here. Maybe you're in one of those cities of those countries. You know, the top city, the top city is New South Wales, Sydney, Sydney, Australia. Of the concentration of people in that city, uh, there are more uh, things you should know listeners than anywhere else. And the second city is a place called Filler, F-I-L-E-R, a filer, Idaho. Um, you know what? I think I said this name wrong. Uh, Sydney, New South Wales. So I was thinking this was Sydney, Australia, but it's Sydney, New South Wales. And then uh, coming in number three, my uh, I almost said my hometown, but I've been here long enough for it to be my hometown. Atlanta, Georgia is number three. So my my uh, home folks here are representing really well and they are supporting the podcast. So thank you, Atlanta. Columbus, Ohio comes in at number four and Denver, Colorado comes in at number five. Denver, I'm going to be seeing you guys next year because uh, I'm coming out there to finally ski. So if you know any good ski recommendations, uh, let me know because I'm heading your way. All right. What you came for? We are going to jump ahead into 2022 uh, right here in November of 2021. And we're going to get you started today on setting and achieving your goals for 2022. The first thing I'll say is this. It's going to sound weird because I started off with New Year's resolution, how to get ahead of it. But quite honestly, I don't really uh, resonate with that. Uh, That's not a part of my paradigm. So in other words, I don't really believe in that. If I am in the middle of 2021 and I decide to set a goal and to achieve it, then that's when I'm going to do it. I'm not going to wait until the new year. And also, I think waiting until the new year there's something to be said about it on both sides of the coin. Number one, uh, every year we hear about New Year's resolutions and then 30 days in, we hear about folks that are not successful with, you know, even 30 days of, of obtaining their or achieving their resolutions. So what we're going to do today is we're going to develop an attitude, which you may already have. We're going to further develop it, an attitude, a level of consciousness and awareness that says, you know what? 
whenever we decide to take our consciousness, our lifestyle, our understanding to a different level, we want to achieve this particular goal in our career, our relationships, in our bodies, and our minds, we're going to be able to do it no matter what season we're in. It doesn't matter if it's winter, spring, summer, or fall, if it's January 1, or if it is July 1. It shouldn't matter. If you identify an area of increase, uh, a place that you want to go, a thing you want to achieve, these uh, methods that we're going to talk about today are going to help you to, to do that. So what are some of the takeaways from today? Here's what you're going to get. We're going to talk about key categories that affect your health. That's going to be very important because, you know, you being healthy throughout the year, you've been healthy enough to achieve your goals is key. We're going to also give you tried and true tips for goal setting. And that's probably the most valuable part of listening today. Why do I say that? Well, I have, okay, I've lived this and I have children and I also mentor and I also work as it relates to volunteer groups and I'm on board. So I'm around a lot of people and many times we're setting goals for whatever reason. We're setting goals, you know, for business purposes, career purposes. I'm setting goals for nonprofit organizations. We're setting goals within our home. And what I've noticed is uh, people sometimes, number one, don't know what they want. Let's take a quick break. Hey, I'm going to get you back to that episode really quick. I know you're enjoying the podcast. I wanted to say thank you, break in really quick to say thank you so much for supporting the podcast. Three things really quickly. Number one, thank you for listening. Number two, please go down in the show notes. We have a new um, way to communicate, and it is through text. So we'd love to hear from you guys. So please send us a text message when you're done listening to this episode. We'd love to know what your thoughts are. And then lastly, please go into our digital store. We've got a lot of digital products there that can help you be supported throughout these content deliveries throughout the podcast. There are ways for you to download these worksheets and ebooks and different things that can help really solidify some of the content that we talk about here on Rethink Podcast. Thank you guys so much, and I'll get you back to your episode. They don't know what they want. When I was uh, a kid in college, I first heard the term entrepreneur when I went to college. I didn't really know what it was. But I always heard people saying, hey, what do you want to be? What do you want to do? And I I didn't really know. I didn't really even know what kind of job I was going to get graduating college. That's a whole nother podcast. But most people don't know what they want. People say general things like, yeah, I want to own my own business. Well, okay. What type of business? And to what end? Like. They, they know they want to work for themselves, but they don't know what they want to do. So we're going to talk about taking your idea from a dream stage into a plan and into implementation, into goals, and then actually into materialization. So most people don't really know what they want. So it's hard to really set goals if you don't really know what you want. If you don't know what direction you're going in, I suggest you not crank the car. Let's decide where we're going first before we waste all that gas. It's no need in sitting in the car trying to figure out where you're going to go. Let's do it today. Um, the other thing you're going to get is we're going to give you some tips on just basically uh, getting ahead. 
um, how to start your days, how to start your weeds, how to surround your pe- uh, yourself with people who are like minded so that you have the support and the um, type of motivation that you will need if you hit rough spots. You know, let's say, for example, you you do have a weight loss goal. And if you're around people who are not sensitive to your to your weight or to your goal, then you may not be getting the type of support that you need. And it's much easier. I will tell you this, not that I've ever had to lose significant weight, but just from a general standpoint, if you share a goal in common, a common goal, a common achievement with someone, it's, it becomes a shared sort of responsibility. That person can lean on you. You can lean on that person. This is the whole concept behind Alcohol Anonymous. You have a sponsor. You have someone, if times get difficult, not only can you call this person, but this person is aware. This person has a personal um a personal understanding of what you're going through. And so they're there to assist you, uh, to keep you on, on the path. So that's what you're going to get today. So let's jump into it. So as I said before, today is November the 24th, tomorrow's Thanksgiving. I'm going to wish all of you a happy Thanksgiving, whether you listen to this before or after Thanksgiving. I'm wishing all of you happy holidays and safety and good health and all of that stuff. First things first, what uh, do you want? That's what we've got to decide. So keep that question in your mind as we move forward. We're talking about goals. We're talking about, you know, people talk about goals, but they call them resolutions. Resolutions are um, a little different than goals. Resolutions to me uh, indicates that you have at some point maybe tried this. Or perhaps you have um, perhaps you have identified within yourself that, hey, things are going for me this way, but I like for them to go that way. So a resolution as defined by the dictionary or at least the dictionary via Google is a firm decision to do or not to do something. The quality of being determined to do something resolute, resolute. So you want to be resolute, yes, when you go toward your goals. So number one, keep it in the back of your mind, what is it that you want to do? What we want to do first is talk about goal setting. Write down each goal with as much detail about the goal that you can. This is going to be loosey-goosey. We'll tighten it up later. I talked to you guys before. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, uh, you have to go back. But I've gone through a number of times where I said, you know what, I keep journals. Because when you write something down, think of it as you're making a contract with yourself. And also think of yourself as projecting these ideas into the universe. There is something about documenting the things that you want where you can visually see it. I didn't have to use both of those words where you can see it. And it imprints onto your subconscious mind, your subconscious mind, of course, being connected to the universal mind where all things reside. If that's too much for you and this is your first time listening, hang in there. I'm going to kind of smooth it out in a little while. Okay, if you didn't understand any of that. First thing, get your journal, write down what it is that you want. If it's weight loss. 
it's a better career. If it is your senior in college, you're trying to graduate, you want to do with a certain GPA, be as specific as you can about what it is you want. This is my last year working at this company. I want to own my own business. I want to bake cakes and sell them in this particular community. I'd like to be able to make $1,000 a day or whatever it is. Be as specific as you can. The more detailed you are, the more likely you are to implement the new habit. The more detailed you are. And I'm going to go a little step further. And this is really not part of this article. I'm going to put this article on our Facebook page as I always do so you guys can read it for yourself. But for me, I write every day something else about that goal. Not in the the future tense. That's important, too. Write your goal as if it's already accomplished. This is the way to to submit this and to really convince yourself that it is done and doable. And that's important. Not I'm going to own a business. I want to. I will. Write it in the present or past tense. I always write in the past tense. I wake up most days, if I'm journaling, most days I do. And the first thing I say is today was such a great day. I mean, it's early in the morning. I, I've not even got out of bed most part. Today was such a great day. Everything that I needed to happen, happened. I feel great in my body. I'm healthy. My family's doing great. I made more money today than I've ever made before. And I do that stuff in the, in the past tense as if it's already happened. And it will happen. All right, number two, place your goal your goal list or your journal where you can see it every day and adjust it if you need to. Again, journaling, you can you can go on YouTube. You're going to find a bunch of people that have some uh, advice, if you will, about journaling and manifesting through journaling. There is power in journaling. And the more you see a thing, the more you imprint it upon your subconscious mind. I'll give you this quick story. The house that I live in right now, when I lived in my prior home, this is 18, almost 19 years ago, I was not really where I am now consciously. So my paradigm had not yet shifted, but this worked nonetheless. So the sky is blue, not because you understand why it's blue. It's just blue all the time. When you understand it, maybe you can appreciate it more. Things happen in this universe under law, whether you understand it or not. So if you are going against it or if you're going with it, doesn't really matter. Things work the way that they work through through um, through law. And what I was doing, I printed out a lot of pages of, of different houses we were looking at. But one particular house caught my attention and it would sit on my desk for about two weeks, maybe a week or, or more. And every day on my desk, I looked at this house. It just sit there. Basically, you know how you print something off the printer, you sit on your desk, you say you're going to get to it. You never really do. That's kind of what I did. And I just happened to see this every day. Every day I saw this picture of this house. And that's the house that I live in now. Now, I have more houses underneath that list. But the one on top is the one I live in today. And when it was time for me to move on that house, I simply recall that that picture of that house was sitting on my desk all this time. And I've been looking at it and I've been imprinting 
in my subconscious mind that I want to live in that house. I had been thinking about what the rooms would look like. I had been thinking about what the neighborhood would be like. I had been thinking about, oh, it's got a swim tennis community and swimming pool. How great for the kids. Look at how big the backyard. All of that I could just sit and daydream and look at because it sat on my desk, uh, like I said, better part of a week and a half or so. This is the same with your goal. You want to imprint and impress your subconscious mind with those things that you desire. At a at a deep level, you are creating all this. You don't know that. We don't really, we've not been taught that. But at a very deep level, this is how everything is created. So that's why it's important for you to use your words wisely. When you say, I can't do something or I am uh, not able to do something, then you're, you're, you're creating that. You're creating that. So anyway, I don't want to get sidetracked. Let's keep going. Uh, Number three, schedule an appointment with reminders on your calendar, just like you would for any other important meeting or event. Yeah. Review your goals. Read them to yourself in the morning. Read them to yourself at night. There's not too many times you can do it. And once you complete it, check it off and write in another goal. Number four, keep a journal to help you record your progress and pinpoint obstacles or patterns. We already talked about the importance of keeping a journal. Now, there's something about seeing what you're doing on paper that can help. This is the article now that helps with problem solving and accountability. I say that I don't necessarily write write down the problem. Like if I run into an obstacle, uh, that's kind of more of a diary. Like I overcame this and that for my journal, my journal is only win, win, win. Like I'm writing win, win, win scenarios in there for everybody, for my family, my wife, my kids. You know, if I got kids in college, I'm talking about how they've graduated with honors. I'm talking about how nice the graduation was and how great their career is, is uh, that sort of stuff. If you want to have another journal, in my opinion, and you're kind of you know, dialoguing with yourself about, you know, today didn't go quite as well. Yesterday did. To me, those are two different ideas. I would only do the uh, goal setting journal in the present or future tense and only positive. That's me, but it's up to you. All right. Two more. Number five, adjust and experiment until you find the best way to accomplish your goal. And number six, reward yourself. Number six is very important. Many times we go through life and we uh, let me talk from personal experience because my wife kind of brought this up to me some years ago because I would complete a task, a goal. I would achieve something and then I would immediately go into something else without full appreciation of what just occurred. And she would tell me, she said, you know what? You don't take the time to realize where you are and how much you, you've accomplished. You just keep building on top of it. And it's like you always have this thing like, no, I got to do this and I got to do this. But you never turn around and say, look at all I've accomplished. So it's important for you to do that. It's important for you certain days of the week, certain days of the month to say, hey, this was a pretty good week. Look what I did. This was a great month. Look what I accomplished. That builds your confidence. That allows you to know that I can make it through the next month or the next week or the next day. You know, some folks are taking it day by day. God bless them. But you got to build yourself to know that whatever comes that I can't, you know, this is not going to fall. I'm going to move on. I've had difficult times before and I've gotten through those and I've been successful because of those. Okay. Now, here are some of the key categories I was telling you before about keeping track of your health and your mental and physical well-being. So why do we always talk about that on this channel? Well, if it's not obvious, 
if you don't have your mental health, physical health, your health and wellness, your well-being, what is the point of anything else? What is the point of having a thriving business and you're, you're mentally and physically unable to participate? Health and wellness and your quality of life, to me, all of that stuff goes together. Um, to be able to truly feel gratitude and appreciation, you want to have a comprehensive uh, level of wholeness, mental, physical, and if you want to bring in the other aspects of your life, you know, your career, your family, relationship, things like that, you want to make sure that there, you know, you've got a good, what I'm going to call balance. Now, sometimes we get sick, you know, bronchial infection, and uh, sometimes we may have to have surgery and different things. Uh, sometimes mentally we may need some advice, psychiatrists, psychologists, supports from friends and things like that. We want to make sure that we're balanced. But here are some things, because on this channel, we always talk about the importance of self-care. Here's some things that you can do. You can do to make sure you're not getting too far off the deep end where you're going to need to get professional help or nothing wrong with professional help now. But if you do some of these things, you can kind of make, you can kind of help push that, you know, further away from yourself. So number one is sleep. Sleep is so important. Many people don't realize what's taking place when you are sleeping. When you are sleeping, your body is repairing itself. The old is going out, cells and things like that. The new is coming in. Uh, You're being refurbished, if you will, and refreshed. The refreshingness is coming from allowing your heart to slow down. All day, most of us are standing upright or sitting upright, so it's pumping blood throughout our body. But when you lay down, you're flat, it kind of subsides a little bit. You go into a deeper state of breathing, and then it allows your body to kind of reset. Now, we've talked about on this channel, you have to go back through because I don't have the, the, um, the date we did it. But we talked about the importance of self-care, and we talked about the importance of deep breathing, A lot of health and wellness topics are on this channel. So I want you to jump back into those if you never heard them or if you heard them, you need to refresh your jump back in and take a look. All right. Number two. Yep. Food. Self-care involves the food. I saw a um, I don't really watch the news, but I was going in and out of the room where my wife was and she had it on. And it says, um. I don't know what channel it was, but it was some sort of big headline saying, hey, doctors now realize that there's more to your diet than previously thought. In other words, uh, much of what's going wrong with people are are the foods that they're eating. Maybe there's more to this plant based thing than we thought. You know, it it was some sort of title like that. And listen, you guys know I'm plant based. I um, haven't been my whole life, so I understand why people eat meat. But I will tell you, if you want to affect your life in a positive way, you want to feel better, you want to sleep better, you want to have more energy, you want to have a longer lifespan, if you want to be here in your 80s and 90s and 100s to share the wonderful knowledge you've accumulated with your great-grandkids, which is awesome, 
but so many people are not getting a chance to do it. You don't look at food that way. Have you ever looked at food as the opportunity to speak to my great or great grandkids? Have you ever looked at that? Well, I'm a part of African-American community. In our community, we own the highest rates of cardiac events as it relates to stroke, cardiac event, heart attacks, high blood pressure, cholesterol. We own that. The majority of our grandfathers are dying in their 70s. Well, what if they live to their 80s and 90s? How could that impact the youth of today? That knowledge, that experience, that life experience goes away before the the newer ones can come along and you can share with it. So anyway, I don't want to get too deep. Foods you eat. You can keep a journal about this as well. If you want to go plant-based, great. We can talk about that. But if you decide, hey, Kelly, I I don't necessarily want to do that right now. It's not a part of where I am, my, my, my paradigm. And I just want to eat clean and healthy. I feel pretty good. Maybe in the future, we can do that too. That's fine. But just know the foods that you eat affect your body. They affect your body. Satguru, if you ever listen to Satguru, one of the things he says is it becomes you. So consider yourself eating a banana. Think of that. You, you eat a banana. Where do you think the banana goes? The banana becomes you. It, I mean, down to the molecular level, it becomes you. You are, you know, assuming it into your vessel. It becomes you. So the nutrients, the vitamins, potassium, all that good stuff that's in the banana is now is in you. The cells, it's in you. If that was not the case, we would never have to have a warning label on anything about ingesting poison. It poison also can become you. That's why it can kill you because it will get in to your system and it will destroy it. So more on that to come. I can talk about that all day, as you guys know. All right. Uh, number number three, uh, consistent and varied exercise. You guys know I'm big component, a big proponent rather of exercise. Go back through the channel. We talked about mindfulness, meditation, deep breathing, yoga, uh, Qigong, which I did this morning. Oh, just an update also. I told you guys a few weeks ago, I had surgery, you know, hernia, right? Anginal hernia surgery. And I had to shut it down. The doctor said no exercising. Only thing you could do is walk. He didn't have to tell me that the first week or so because it was not going to happen because this was, uh, ooh, this was something. So anyway... I got final clearance uh, a few days ago to get back to exercising, doing my yoga, Qigong, and whatever else I, that I do. And, man, it feels so good. It feels so good uh, to be back, and I'm able to stretch and, and lift things and do things. So I really encourage on this channel for folks to be active. Whatever you decide to do, if you're a walker, you don't want to do yoga, God bless. Walk at least once a day, 30 minutes or more a day. Walking is one of the best exercises you can do. If you are a older person, if you're a senior, Qigong is very light and friendly to your uh, joints and to your to your body. It's a wonderful way to move that chi that's in your body around and helps you stay vital and healthy. And, and just it's a wonderful way to keep yourself healed before, you know, we got to trudge off to the doctor for pills. Many people don't know this. But anyway, decide what you want to do. Do it at least 30 minutes a day and keep your weight where it needs to be. We don't want to put more pressure on our heart than necessary. Okay. Uh, 
All right, next time to set aside for your relaxation, whether you do prayer or meditation or you just practice mindfulness, which is a form of meditation, whatever it is that you do, do it every day. Don't let this be negotiable. Let this be your time. Let this be a crucial time where you are clearing your mind, allowing yourself to be free of thoughts. Remember, you are you you are not your body. You have a body. You are not your mind. You have a mind. You are the witnesser. You are the one who is witnessing all of this taking place. You are not your mind. Your mind is separate from you. You are not your thoughts. Your thoughts are separate from you. You witness your thoughts. Meditation, prayer, mindfulness are ways for us to associate ourselves and be connected with the universal mind. And also a way for us to begin to project and see and envision and imagine using that great, wonderful imagination that like Neville Gardner talked about. Imagine our end state. That business we talked about, that Kate business, that's a great place for us to, to, to build that blueprint. That's a great place for you every day to go and build that blueprint. See yourself being successful in whatever it is that you have decided to do. Close your eyes. You can see much better. And then lastly, stress management. There are different coping strategies that are, you know, that we can use to deal with stress management. Let's decide that we will establish a way to deal with stress. Now, I would suggest to you meditation, some form of relaxation, driving, even video games if you're into it. That was one of the things I used in my 20s when I, uh, you know, had a stress event. Whatever you can do to settle yourself and to keep your mind settled is something that you should entertain and do. All right. So let's go over the list one more time. Uh, This one is uh, what if I don't even know what I want to do anymore? Because I told you a lot of times that people don't know what they want to do. We're wrapping up. Our first list was, you know, tips of goal setting. And we said to write down our goals, put them where we can see them, read them back to ourselves each day if you want to. Schedule a reminder that you review your goals each week, each month, each year. Keep a journal. Write them down. Write your success stories. Adjust your goals if need be. Experiment until you accomplish your goal. And then of course, reward yourself. That one's very important. That one's very important. Now, if you're starting off saying, hey, Kelly, I don't even know what I want to do. I'm going to give you some tips. What do you like to do? Number one, what do you like to do? Because you're going to get your piece of paper. You may not have a journal. You may have to run out to the store after you listen to this, but you got a piece of paper and get your pen. Start writing now. You can transfer it to the journal when you pick it up. What do you like to do? You like video games, you like baking, you like working with kids, you like working with seniors. What do you like to do? What do you want to do? What do you want to do? Well, I want to be my own boss. I want freedom. I want to be able to help people because I know they need help. I want to help the homeless. I want to serve my community. What do you want to do? Next, what are you good at doing? What are you, you know what you're good at doing. You know what you're not so good at doing. Maybe you don't like math. I'm not very good at that. But I'm very good at 
uh, acting as a facilitator among friends. I'm a very good liaison. I can connect people. I'm a great networker. What are you good at? And then what do you need to do? What do you need to do in order to achieve your goals? What types of tasks do you just need to put your head down, roll up your sleeves, whatever the symbolism is? What do you need to do to accomplish it? If you want to open that bakery, it's the first thing you need to do. You've got to create a business name. You've got to file it with your state. You've got to become incorporated. You've got to open a bank account. These are things you need to do in order to move closer to being an entrepreneur. What are you willing to do? What are you willing to do? Are you willing to quit your job in order to to align with your goals? Are you willing to not associate with certain people that don't necessarily support your goal? Are you willing to take risk in order to to meet your goal? What are you willing to do? Some people have to downsize their lifestyle now in order to increase it later, in order to meet this goal. What are you willing to do? Now, what are you, what are you going? Where are you going? I'm sorry. Where are you going? Psychologically and emotionally, where do you hope to be once this particular goal is achieved? That's a very important question. Actually, one you probably want to ask at the beginning. To what end? Kelly, I want to be an entrepreneur. I want to bake cakes, have my own business so that I can be responsible for my own time. Why? Well, my time is more valuable than money. I have small kids. I'd like to take them to school. I'd like to be able to pick them up, participate more in their lives. Right now, I work across town. I have to be in the office all day. They have a nanny, et cetera, et cetera. This is your why. Where are you going with that? Psychologically and emotionally, where will you be when this is achieved? You believe as an entrepreneur, as a bake shop owner, I will be more in tune with my personal life because that is very important to me as a mom, as a dad. Now, the last thing is how will you make it happen? How will you make it happen? You must begin to seek out the information. The best place to start is at the finish. What does that mean? Find a baker. Figure out how they did it. Start there. Don't recreate the wheel. You will be drawn to people who are going to help you on your your mission. In your meditation, in your prayer, in your mindfulness time, where you're setting yourself up for success, part of that is knowing that the universe is for you and that things will come to you as you need them. So guys, thanks for listening today. I hope you learned a lot. I really did. This has motivated me to kind of get ahead myself with some things, Uh, but I really do appreciate you listening. As always, please continue to listen. Come back, share with a friend, family, loved one, and associate. We'll see you in... Yeah, we're going to record Friday. Tomorrow's Thanksgiving, so have a great Thanksgiving, and we'll record again on Friday. So come check us out then. Have a good one.
That's all for today's episode of Rethink. We hope that you've enjoyed this exploration of new ideas and perspectives and found valuable insights and strategies that you can apply to your life. Remember, you are the source of your own success and fulfillment. And by embracing new ways of thinking, you can unlock your true potential and yes, create the life that you truly desire. Now, if you've enjoyed this episode, we encourage you to support the podcast by sharing it with your friends, your family members, your loved ones and associates, and even your followers on social media. Also, leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform. Lastly, don't forget to check out our show notes for free downloads and empowering ebooks that can help you on your journey of personal growth and empowerment. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. We look forward to exploring more ideas and insights with you in the next episode of Rethink.